0: Before we get into this episode, we want to just remind you about our website, www.myalmostdeadbrother.com, where we'd love to get your feedback, and especially we love listener questions. So go there, check out some pictures that Katie puts up there, and ask us a question. Also, we'd love it if you could rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Spotify or wherever. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of My Almost Dead Brother. This is Dan Knight coming to you with my brother. Who's almost halfway dead. What's your name? Sam Knight. Welcome. Thanks. And today we have a special guest. Hello. It's our other sister, Sandra. Sandra Jean.
1: It's very nice to be here.
0: And as always, we have our technical staff with us. Katie. Hello. Hello. Another sister, younger. And Andy's a writer slash content boss. And she's the youngest, so we don't listen to her very much. And we don't let her talk. <laughs> she's working her way up there, though. She's She'll get there. She might get a little time on. Sometimes we let her nod and we acknowledge it. Yeah. And she does facial expressions. Which we don't acknowledge. And hand gestures.
1: Oh, give her a chance, guys. Come on.
0: Build her up. Okay, so... As we kick things off, normally we talk a little bit about your health update. We'll do that in a minute. First, we're going to talk to Sandy, since she's our special guest, and ask Sandy, what kind of memories do you have of your darling little brothers?
1: Well, I have a distinct memory. When I was, that's probably early college, and I was at home, there was a bunch of boys all together, like Sam and some of his buddies, and Craig Anderson, and... Um, I can't remember who all was there but Dan was there and so I think all of them farted into a bottle and they said Sandy come here come here really quick and I said oh my gosh what's going on and they said well we think Sam's been drinking will you smell in here and see (laughs) (laughs) so I took a big whiff and it was all farty fart fart smell (laughs) It was so... I awful. don't... Was it a mason jar or what? No, it was like a... It was like, like a
0: Pepsi. Coke, bottle. Coke yeah. bottle.
1: Yeah, it was like a Coke bottle. I have three boys, and my husband told them stories about my brothers, and their favorite thing is, quiet, please, everybody
0: freeze. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that's their favorite thing, so it's generational now.
0: Oh, that's great. I forgot yeah. about that one. <laughs> Okay, well, thanks for that fun story. I'm sorry, there's
1: a lot more to me than farts. That's
0: what, like, (laughs) when you think of your little brothers that were so wonderful. That's
2: all that's going to come up to you in the memories? No,
1: there's more. In the memory annals? That's the first thing that comes to mind.
0: Memory (gasps) annals?
1: Sam's three and a half years younger, so don't think he's a lot younger. He's just three and a half.
2: Hell, she's been beating that drum. (laughs) Because somebody, never mind.
1: Don't say it, because then I'll be upset. Someone asked if I was his mother.
2: So you oh. can say it, but I can't. No,
1: because it's self-deprecating <clears throat> when I say it. But it's rude when you say it. But then another time they said, oh, is that your wife? Both were gross. <laughs> Both were gross, but one was worse than the other. Okay, I'll stop talking. This Keep going.
0: On. This is great. No, you're awesome. rocking it. Keep just going. Just roll. Just take it over. We want to hear your feelings. Oh, the Sandy okay. podcast.
2: Ooh.
1: <laughs> just taken over. So those are some of the highlights. that I'm. Those to share are your today. highlights
2: of me and Dan.
1: No, there's more highlights. They were both super, super cute little guys. I remember we lived across the street from these this really nice family. They had seven girls, and the youngest was my best friend. There was a girl for each one of the girls in our family. And Sam and Dan were so cute when we lived in Los Altos that they would go trick-or-treating all throughout the year. That's <laughs> like Andy's kids. And they would always go, oh, look how cute they are. They didn't even try to get a costume or anything. They just went over there. Trick-or-treated, and they'd always come up with some fun treat for them. They
0: did. Well, those are fun memories. It was really great. Really good.
1: I think that's enough for me for a while.
0: Okay, so thanks, Sandy, for those wonderful stories.
1: You're welcome. Really nice. Really nice. Happy to help anytime.
0: So what we want to do now is just in part of each episode, we want to just give a quick medical update on my almost-dead brother, Sam. I don't know
1: if you should call him that because that's kind of the name name of of the podcast. Oh, Okay.
0: That's just what it is.
2: It makes me really sad, but I go with it for these guys.
1: Man. <laughs> he could just come right back, and you guys will feel stupid now. I know, but
0: uh, he, I mean, in the future, we're hoping he'll be totally fine Yeah, brother He won't son, be but, half, to, but okay, get you. Right then now it'll be fun. It'll be funny and I'll, fun. Like, this'll be later. cool.
1: He'll, he'll get better and better and better. A
0: couple episodes ago, it was like, that might be our last episode. Yeah. But okay. now he's okay. He's better. How are you today? What What's the latest?
2: Um... And so I've left the hospital. I'm out of Ogden, Utah hospital, and I am at this care center. It's this disgusting place, and the food's terrible, and sleeping's non-existent. But other than that, it's fine.
0: And <laughs> we're not going to name the name of this place. So your update is you still have a couple of tubes coming out of your yeah,
2: so torso so Yesterday we'll they made it. I had an appointment to go get. So I have two drainage tubes. Out of my right side, and then one big drainage tube coming out of my left side, and you are draining
0: like bile and infection stuff.
2: Yep, it's just pussy grossness.
0: So they were hoping to take those out, or what? They hoped to get two out, but they were not expecting to get the big one out. The big one is the bile one.
2: They didn't expect this one to do what it did either, though. So he took me in before and showed me. He's like, "See that big puddle of black." right in front of where that that duct is coming in, Mm -hmm. tube. And I said, yeah. And he's like, well, that's all can't filter out. It's just been sitting there this whole time because it can't
0: fit out anywhere. So you had like a little lake of bile.
2: He said your fluid's not moving around your belly like it should. You got little pockets of liquid.
0: And if the liquid just stays there, does it cause damage?
2: Yeah.
1: It's like in the body cavity, not in the portal system.
0: So what happened when they got in there?
2: So I remember they were all right there, and they did something. I felt them clicking something, and all of a sudden, boom, and I felt this warm sensation. And then all the people in the OR were just like, whoa, oh, my gosh. I've never seen anything like that, just, like, freaking out.
0: And you were awake for all this? Yes. In an operating room?
2: Well, the last time I went with whoever that other doctor was, he said, what we'll do is... Take you right to the edge of...
0: Consciousness? Yeah,
2: so that... I think that's a cheap way of getting around. um
0: Anesthesiologist. Anesthesiologist. Yeah, yeah,
2: so they can use a nurse anesthetist.
0: So this is what they were doing yesterday.
2: Yeah, so they were trying to wipe me up, and I was just like, put it back. Put it back how it was. Just put it back how it worked. Was,
0: when it, all the liquid was leaving, oh, it hurt. it hurt
2: so bad. It hurt, like, I can't explain. Is it, it.
0: just because that bile is acidic, do you think? I guess. So now... Today you think there's no pooling going on, like it's just all. Oh, I going? think there's pooling going on. You can tell just
2: because of the pain that I feel. Yeah, so it hurts. You should um,
1: tell about the transport guy.
0: <laughs> he was a piece of work, huh? Yeah, the guy driving the shuttle bus from here to the hospital. Yeah. Okay, so yesterday you had an appointment at the hospital, so that's what a half hour drive, maybe. So yeah. So a shuttle driver from this care center this care Boundful. center contracts with several different transport yeah people. so some transport dude came in a show yeah, this and young guys. super cool
2: like if i didn't know better i'd think he was ricky martin really <laughs> uh-huh. so we're cruising along and i was having all kinds of problems with my diuretic i was in pain and i was like i gotta go to the bathroom and he's like okay okay and it was getting worse and worse, and he's just driving Miss Daisy. Do-do-do, do do And then all of a sudden, I'm like, dude, I've got to go pee.
0: You're going to pee your pants.
2: Oh, I was right there. There was three bottles of Arrowhead water. Two of them looked like they were just about all the way empty. And one of them was about half full, and then there was a brand new one. And I was just like, dude, are you going to use all three of those bottles? And he's like,
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry, man. He wouldn't let you pee in one of them? No.
2: And that's when my cheers turned to jeers and my hands turned to fists. (laughs) But he was like, I'm just going to drop you off and I got to head back to Salt Lake. Then he took me to the check-in lady and she helped me and he didn't leave a number. He didn't leave anything. He just split. And I'm like, where'd my Einstein go? And she's like, I think he split on you, bud. And I'm like, I think he did too. But then all of a sudden I had to go pee again. Actually, I had to.
1: Take a D- dump.
2: Double deuce. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Huh. Just blurt it out. Okay. That experience taught me that I'm a pretty nice dude because I help guys like me that are yeah, in a wheelchair trying yeah. to get in. I couldn't believe how many guys were stumbling over themselves to get ahead of me to go into the door to the restroom first. That's awful. I just was like, wow. I wish I had time to write a research paper for no reason. <laughs> Because it was, it was crazy. That's when I felt alone because I don't know how to maneuver a wheelchair. I don't know how to do any of that. It was just a bad day.
0: (laughs) Well, so that was a rough day. Let's talk a little bit today about what things were like at Wasatch Elementary in those years. We lived on Apple Avenue in Provo and what are some of your memories of living there
2: um i probably started hanging with the wrong type of dudes about that
0: that early like what grade <laughs> second third grade fourth fifth you start doing rowdy stuff at that time
2: well like doing whatever it took to get a dollar and then running across the street to the wilkinson center and buying jelly ranchers and one time i had a, a piano lesson at the harris fine art center hvac So me and Meatloaf would get done with school, walk over to the HVAC, and then we'd do our little lessons. And then Mom or Jackie Moody would pick us up. But this time, I had to go poo really bad.
1: (laughs) This is all about poop today.
2: (laughs) Okay. So I was just like, it doesn't matter. I'll have layers. I'll have shorts, pants. Oh, no. Why wouldn't you just go into the toilet? I think we were walking over, and on the way toilet slide, TP, dropped a growler just <laughs> right on the way like on the lawn no in, in my pants. drawers
1: <laughs> well he probably had tough skins on how those old are,
0: those those are were you like seven that doesn't matter yeah he was it he was, matters he said fourth or fifth so you're,
2: <laughs> so you're it's like 10, like 10, 10 or 11. 11 dude i couldn't have been that old okay. how old were we when we left
0: oh hell i probably was <laughs> You're deucing in your pants when you're 11, 10 years old. Yeah.
1: But this was before or after the lesson? Before. Oh, my gosh. I thought you waited till after. Poor teacher. So did
0: you sit through oh. the lesson? Did your teacher say anything?
1: You have to talk. You can't nod.
0: Oh, yeah. The
2: teacher, yeah, she stood clear. You, you know who was mad at me? Mom. Oh, boy. Mom was livid. Well,
0: Mom was pretty strict about piano. I know. Like, what would she do it was so strict? Make us practice, she'd just grit her teeth at you, if yeah, not do it
2: and slam my in the channel lid. Get a penis,
0: injury. she did
1: not do that. She did not. You don't
0: know the story,
1: mom. Would if she did it, it was she didn't accident. do it on purpose. Okay, that's better. You remember how we used
0: to always just go around in our boxers, no shirt.
1: Yeah, okay. I remember that
0: sometimes when we grow out of our boxers, they would become a little tighter and then. You stand up and
2: the little hole pull apart a little bit. I understand, I know. And then it would go, <laughs> <laughs> That time, the doorbell rang and I was practicing, all mad that I was practicing. Mom was sitting right next to you practicing, which I hated. So I stood up to listen to see who was at the door. And my height was just right, boom. <laughs> and even just that lid on that piano was really heavy. It just, all of a sudden, wow. <laughs> And I just remember they couldn't move, and I just looked down, and it was stuck in there. Oh. But just a, I remember and, it was black and blue. Oh, it was so brutal.
1: I guess oh. the moral of the story is wear pants. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I guess, but mom came in a little later. I guess I, my mouth was wide open, and she was like, what's the matter? What happened? What happened? And I couldn't talk, and she's like, let me see what happened. And I couldn't show her. I was like, I'm too old. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. So I finally just acted it out for her, kind of. like, And she was just like, oh, I'm so
0: sorry, man. Going back a couple stories ago, you talked about you'd do whatever you could to get a dollar, and then you'd go to the Wilkinson Center. What kind of things would you do to get a dollar?
2: Well, Russell James Frederico. Your sixth-grade teacher? i fourth and fourth second. He gave me a paper dollar for my Willie Mays rookie card. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh,
1: what a jerk. <gasps>
2: I haven't told very
0: many people that
2: because I'm so embarrassed
0: about Willie it. Willie Mays.
1: Well, how would you know when you're that young?
0: I don't know. This is like probably 1976 sometime, 74 maybe. Yeah, probably about then. So today that card's probably worth oh, man. 10 grand maybe. Wow.
2: In perfect condition. It was one of the Frampton's. Oh, yeah, they had good ones. Yeah, and I traded
0: a bunch of good stuff for it. Which so,
2: grade were you in when that happened?
0: I think fourth. Do you remember the summer when we went to Escondido Village at Stanford?
2: Yeah, it was great.
0: Yeah, our dad had graduated with his PhD from Stanford. He would go back and forth to consult or do whatever with the physics department. And one summer, he had to spend a couple months there. So for at least a month, I was probably seven. You were probably, what, nine? And Joe, our older brother, was probably 14. We were all there with Dad, and we'd stayed in these young family apartments right on campus. Married housing. Yeah, right on campus at Stanford, and he would just get up and go to work every morning and just let us do whatever we wanted. Yep, he'd he'd be gone. (laughs) It was whatever we wanted. And the one thing I remember is... We just wandered through buildings, and one time I walked right into the women's locker room. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I saw my first naked women (laughs) when I was seven years old. Front or or rear? Front and rear and side. Wow. It took me probably five seconds before I realized what I was seeing, and then I backed out of there.
2: Remember we'd play hours of just with a tennis racket and tennis ball? Yeah, we'd play baseball,
0: try to catch it with our mitt. Dad would take us out to dinner every night. Yeah. He took us to a lot of Giants games.
1: One thing I want to say about Dad, though, because he was always upset with Mom because she paid too much attention. She followed oh. us around too much. Dad thought the kids should be running around free and doing their own thing because that's how he was raised. So he probably just loved you guys just doing your own thing. That's how he is now. <laughs> yeah, cool. He doesn't
0: want to deal with it. That. That's
1: just. probably <laughs> a true. So tell me about the Phillies shirt. About oh,
0: that. I had more than just the Phillies. Well, the Phillies shirt happened later when we were in Livermore, right? Yeah, that was seventh grade. You were in seventh. I was in fifth. Sandy was in...
1: I was in high school. It
0: was yep. the Sandy, worst year ever. He got to leave Provo High School yep. to go for one year to, what was it, Granada?
1: Yeah, Granada High. The, all the. Uh, you, it's not about me. Never mind.
0: <laughs> you can tell a story. <laughs> yeah. Well, all
1: these, a whole bunch of girls would follow me around because in Provo, everybody would dress all cute. But at Granada High, you just wore jeans and T-shirts. But I had all these little cute outfits, and uh. they would walk around and say, you think you're better than us. And they scared the heck out of me. I'd hide in the bathroom and everything. It was, really, it was a horrible year.
0: Do you remember the name of my best friend in Livermore? Arthur chick <laughs> Arthur Bass. We moved in in November. On one day in fifth grade, I went there, Arroyo Mocho Elementary, and he moved in the next day, and we became best friends. Big whoop de freaking do. Well, I'm just telling you. That's
1: kind of cute.
0: I had a friend named Mike Marshall. Yeah, you didn't even like him.
2: No, I loved him. There was another kid
0: there that you hung around with that you didn't like. Throw
2: your duds on and let's go play. (laughs) (laughs) The worst nightmare of my life.
1: Just a cute little guy that would come over. Hey, Uh, Sam,
2: let's go play ball. Throw your duds on. Oh, it's it's barely raining at all. I can barely feel it. Let's go. Throw your duds on. Let's go. (laughs)
0: It's kind of like a mom. Throw your slicker on. We'd go over to Arroyo Mocho and play ball in the back. Arroyo Mocho was a pretty cool park. So what was the Phillies' jersey? The Phillies were never anybody's favorite team. They were mine.
2: Oh, my gosh. It Mike Schmidt
0: his. Mike Schmidt was my favorite player. And but Steve I liked Carlton.
2: all those guys. Mm, Carlton a little bit, but I was more into the hitters. I wore like some corduroy PCH pants, and then I wore a jersey,
0: Mike Schmidt. I had a jacket over it and a hat. I wore it every day. When you were there, seventh grade, did any of your friends drink? Or do you remember the first time that you did? Was that when we got home to Utah?
2: Yeah, we were home to Utah. If you're from Utah and you go somewhere like that, you get asked a lot if you're Mormon. Early on, I decided I'm a big fat pussy if I say, no, I'm not a Mormon, because I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just
0: said, yeah, I am. And they never, so and they they never, never pushed yeah, it. Yeah, so they never pushed it. But when you got back home to Utah with all the Mormons is when you got invited <laughs> and did it. Ironic. It is, isn't it? So what happened? That's true. What was your first time?
2: You know all those guys I started hanging out with, the rich bitches riches mm-hmm. that mom loves so much? I had some friends that had money, and they bought so much. <laughs> Beer? Alcohol. Actually, the first time would have been Friday before that when me and <laughs> were thinking, you know what, bread and NyQuil should get you drunk because you could dip it through and there's yeast and whatever, blah, blah, blah. Ooh. It happened. Okay. So we downed that and we've had a good nap. Really good <laughs> nap.
1: Yeah. sleep, But
2: then we decided to go for it for real, but we had way too much alcohol. Couldn't even walk, throwing up. Did you walk
0: home, or how did I you...
2: I walked home. I just finally disappeared. I kept trying to leave, and they wouldn't let me, and I just wanted to go.
1: Did anybody notice? Like, did mom, or... I don't think I noticed. Not anyone.
2: on that one. I didn't drink for quite a while.
1: That was a bad experience, right? Sick. Yeah.
2: I was like, that was nasty. And then I acquired a taste for beer. The rest and is then history. <laughs> the Rest
0: is history. Well, okay. That's probably about as much time as we have today. Thank you, Sandy, for joining yeah, thanks, us. Thanks, Sandy. It was
1: nice to be here. Thank Fun
0: you for having you. me. This has been my almost dead brother, and we're out of here. Hasta la pasta.
2: Over and yes. out.
0: This podcast is hosted by me, Dan Knight, and features Sam Knight. It is produced by Katie Knight and Andy Ellis, with Larry Knight as the executive producer. Music by Dot and Then Dot. Check out more of their great music at dotandthendot.com.